0: This is like it's an intense. Uh, I'm putting it mildly, an intense few years you have coming up. Yeah. And when I see something like this coming, um, I I ask my clients, um, besides working with me, what kind of support do you have? Um, right. Like I have a therapist. I work with a Jungian analyst. I go to twelve step recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, what does your support look like? Right. Be- because this the story I make up is that when you're in a transit like this you need you need more support and aquarius is interconnectivity yeah so can i actually remember that i'm not all alone because capricorn can tend to feel like i'm gonna climb this mountain all by (laughs) myself yeah i'm
1: going (laughs) i'm just gonna do
0: this and, and 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 here's an invitation planetarily energetically to remember i actually can reach out and say, "I need a, I need some support. This ledge is really small. Can I? Yeah. Can someone come and give me an a, a, an emotional net at least?"
1: Yeah. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Whenever and wherever you are watching or listening, this is the Holistic Monitor, and I'm your host, Nick Sconia. The Holistic Monitor is a wellness podcast featuring life energy research, health and wellness transformation, self-improvement and empowerment, philosophy, spirituality, and now guest interviews as well. We look forward to your comments on our YouTube channel, at Holistic Monitor, and you can also listen on the go with us at Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and more. And with that, let's get today's show started and welcome to the Holistic Monitor. I am your host, Nick Sconia. On today's show, we're going to be doing a deep dive into astrology and the forecast for the month of March. We are excited to welcome Natalie Levin on the show to take us into the deepest and most transformational areas of our lives. It's a big month. She uses her talents with astrology, Jungian analysis, a psychic connection to the all that is, as well as a profound emotional intelligence to be an alchemical catalyst. When you work with Natalie, you can expect to leave having a sense of your life's purpose. I myself have a strong interest in the subject of astrology and hope that this teaches each of us better ways to approach our lives with greater insights and clarity. And with that, please welcome to the show, Natalie Levin. Are you ready to step into your full power? Celestial being and astrologer, Natalie Levin, is here to take you into the deepest and most transformational areas of your life. Hi, Natalie. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing great.
1: (laughs) There we go. (laughs) So you do astrology,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and you tell us about your uh, perspective, Mm -hmm. and uh, you utilize your knowledge base to... Uh, find the aspects in the heavens, yes, to tell us where we're at and where we're going, yes, and where we've been <laughs> yes, uh, so we're in the month of March. Mm-hmm. Do we have any big events happening in March <laughs> 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 I've heard of a couple <laughs>
0: yes, yes, we do. um would you like me to start expounding Absolutely. on would love okay. to hear yeah so um. I will say that the day that we're recording this mm-hmm. is March 4th. Yeah. So March is no March is we've been watching this month for years. Astrologically, we're having, first of all, on March 7th, which is in three days, mm-hmm. the planet Saturn, which is the planet of um, boundaries and structure. I'm the guru. I'm the teacher. Um I also want to say to your listeners that I'm seeing the astrology through the veil of my experience in this lifetime. And if it doesn't match for them, I invite them to take what they like and leave the rest about what I say. Mm-hmm. Um, but and it's, it's Western astrology that I'm doing. Um, so Saturn is moving into the sign of Pisces on March 7th. And that I, I don't know if everyone knows this as well, but it's happening within about 50 minutes of the full moon in Virgo on that day. So if, when you're listening to this in the, we're going to release it later in the month. um, Can you reflect back to what was going on for you around March 7th? And, you know, Oh my gosh, there was a full moon and Saturn moved Mm -hmm. into Pisces within an hour, uh, within an hour, like less than, so that's pretty outrageously potent. And then we have in the next three days later, only three days later, we have Jupiter and Chiron will be conjunct. They will. Wow. So in Aries. So we have the planet that makes everything bigger. Jupiter can fit 1000 planet Earths into it. That's how big it is. And wow. Chiron is the planet for me of in Aries, especially is I my youngest self, the part of me that no one that I feel n- no one attuned was able to attune to. Like, how do I I'm crying, I'm the infant, and no one came to care for me in that primal moment of need. Those two energies are going to be intertwined mm. uh very intimately on March 10th. Um, So that is significant. And then on March 23rd, um, Pluto, which has been in the sign of Capricorn for about 20 ish years. um, Not, not fully yet, but uh, almost is about is moving into the sign of Aquarius, Hmm. which is there's, Oh my gosh, just saying it all out loud is there is so much happening in March. And so that I don't, I'm not even going to start talking about that quite yet. And then, Two days later, um, Mars, which has been in Gemini for like eight months, Mars is going to move on um, into uh, uh, Cancer.
1: Oh my mm. gosh.
0: So that's happening on March 25th. Wow. Wow. I mean, any of those yeah. uh, transits would be pretty big. However, they're all happening in one month, even less than a month. So I... Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of energy.
1: I've heard a lot about the Pluto uh, movement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. It's a very slow-moving planet, but uh, it's changing signs. And we get to see what that means. Yes. What, uh, what levels uh, Pluto's going to bring, what changes, what upheaval. Well, not so much upheaval, but uh, uh, clearing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like the sign clearing. <laughs> hmm so, um, and and what, uh, for that first one, I think you said it was the 7th? On the 7th, Saturn moving into Pisces. What time of day is that going to be happening?
0: In or, the morning. I guess, East Coast. Um, that moves into Pisces in the morning, around the morning. 7-ish. Okay. On so, the East Coast of the United States.
1: And my experience is, when when I'm aware of a conjunction that's happening celestially, when I'm aware of something, obviously it's going to have a personal infer like uh, reference to me. Yeah, but um, my awareness allows me to start becoming more of an observer,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: to the things around me. So I'm able to kind of watch other people and how they are experiencing the conjunction. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I found that for you know, in knowing about the uh, the thing that's happening. I can watch it play out in front of me versus maybe hopefully not being a direct um part of it,
0: yes, um, yes,
1: you know, it lessens the influence on my own personal life, although sometimes it seems like those conjunctions um it's impossible to get away from, yes, they just will affect me, and then if I'm not conscious of it, then you know game on <laughs> you <know? laughs> yeah you get
0: you'll just get pulled along, I'm and just in you. it, yeah. Y- it's not. I feel like there's more opportunity to work with the energy productively when you know it's coming and when you know it's happening, when you can name it.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's really what it is: is being mm-hmm. able to, you know, put your finger on the thing that seems to be going on, mm-hmm. that, uh, that that subconscious tug or pull, uh, and especially in dealing with the moon. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people are like, "What's going on? Is it a full moon?" And then they look. <laughs> And it won't be. Right. <laughs> and they're like, "Well, something's going on." Yeah. And then you dig deeper, and you find out, yeah, actually, something is happening. Um, when it's really personal, it's probably something chart related. Yeah. So I guess it would be it would be important for watchers, listeners to know where their moon is, where mm-hmm. their specific aspects are mm-hmm. of the different planets. Um, now, you know when the when the Pluto moves through a sign. And it it conjuncts with somebody's natal planet. Uh, what does that te- tend to do? What does that uh, seem to do? Oh my gosh!
0: <laughs> so, um, let's say there's some of your listeners who are Capricorns. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm imagining that at some point in the since like 2008 2009, um, you have gone through a, about a two and a half year cycle that invited you to dance with the a death portal mm. with it's possible that you came close to leaving your body during that time capricorn's or people around you did or beings pets it's also when pluto comes and dances with um well i'm talking about with your sun right now s u n yeah. um right. it can be it can feel like your life has been completely raised to the ground and any sign of it and what it was before is gone. And the golden Phoenix, if you stay in your body during that transit, there can be a golden Phoenix rising up out of the ashes. And Mm. it can feel like the nature of a Pluto transit can feel like it's never going to end. And it can also feel very isolating um, and once you've made it through a Pluto transit, you are imbued with a wisdom and knowledge that nothing else can
1: give you. Yeah, that's uh, and that's the intensity of Pluto going yes. into the subterranean worlds of yes. our existence, our unconsciousness. Yes, less the sub, more the un. Yes. <laughs> Right. And and yeah. So the moon moves very fast through the signs, yeah. kind of sparks all the way around and it conjuncts with people's natal Pluto uh yes. quite a bit. And 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 also in transit, I guess, in in the current day. Um so with where we're at, then the moon goes through these aspects and then it moves really quickly into Pluto as well. It crosses over Pluto. Um yeah, and that we
0: every once a month we yeah. have once every like 28-ish days. No well, 30. I don't know. It it can depend. It's not there the, it's not exact. planetary transits are not exact because they have elli- they can have elliptical orbits. Right. That's right. Um, but I would invite your listeners to know that about every two and a half days the moon changes signs mm-hmm. and Because Pluto is at one point on this 360 degree zodiac, um, the moon is going to land on top of it in a conjunction. Mm. Um, I'm thinking about it when it's not, the moon is not actually sitting on the planet Pluto. Um, (laughs) When that happens, I, I usually find collectively the feedback I get from clients and the people who are listening to me on YouTube and videos are saying, oh my gosh, I'm really having a hard day today. This is really intense. Um I feel really low. Pluto is Hades. He's the god of hell. So yeah. when our the moon which is about our emotional worlds dances with the god of hell, it makes sense to me that yeah. people right. are not feeling like they want to go dancing through fields of tulips.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a big it's a big month and it's also mm-hmm. the movement of the sun into Aries. Yes, um, so that's great,
0: yeah, for
1: all of us sitting in the snow or in the cold, yes, the, the spring bugs and humidity and or if you're out west, the desert, the yeah. warmth will be yeah. coming and rising up, and I know they're getting they're getting snow uh at present. I believe in that in Tucson, I saw a bunch of snow mm-hmm. uh, California getting mm-hmm. loads of moisture, which is great mm-hmm um i believe that's good too much is of anything is not good right right uh but uh lots of winter lots of winter going on
0: lots of right winter yeah. yes
1: so the spring can't come soon enough for a lot of people i'm sure yeah they're like what is this i'm to bury myself dig myself out of this thing that i've buried under yes this, uh, mountains of snow but um yeah so march definitely holds that coming of spring Mm-hmm. uh energy now then thereafter is when pluto transit moves into the next sign for the next you said 26 years is that right
0: yeah tw- yeah it's a long it's long so pluto will enter into a, um aquarius on march 23rd and he'll dance around in aquarius for a few months he's like it's it's a mm-hmm. it's a little visit it's a oh hi i'm saying hi for a moment so mm-hmm. he will go in at um in the morning on March 23rd at 5.23 a.m. And then he will, on June, June 11th, he's going to retrograde back into Camp, Capricorn.
1: Right.
0: So, and then it's going to this dance back and forth. He's going to go back into Aquarius on January 20th, 2024. Mm. And then on September 1st, 2024, he'll retrograde back into Capricorn one more time. Boy. And then on November 19th, 2024, he will re-enter Aquarius for
1: the final, for good. Yeah, the final movement. Yeah, oh, boy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, for those of you uh, who are listening, who also are born around uh, the end of Capricorn, which is like um,
1: the January twenty first.
0: Yeah, January 21st, twenty first, even January twentieth, twenty first, and then January twenty second, twenty third. I just this is like it's an intense uh, I'm putting it mildly an intense few years you have coming up yeah and when I see something like this coming um I I ask my clients um, besides working with me what kind of support do you have um right. like I have a therapist I work with a Jungian analyst I go to 12-step recovery mm-hmm. um what does your support look like right Be- because this the story I make up is that, when you're in a transit like this you need you need more support. Right. And Aquarius is interconnectivity. Yeah. So can I actually remember that I'm not all alone because Capricorn can tend to feel like I'm going to climb this mountain all by myself. <laughs> yeah, I'm
1: going. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to do this
0: and, right. and 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 here's an invitation planetarily energetically to remember I actually can reach out and say, I need a, I need some support. This ledge is really small. Can I, can someone come and give me an, an emotional net at least?
1: Yeah. 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 Well, and with uh, Aquarius on the grand scale, Mm. uh, we were in Capricorn. We saw a lot of uh, upheaval or uh, destruction of business mm-hmm. and uh creation of new business mm-hmm. and uh you know the change of the guard in a lot of uh large uh organizations mm-hmm. within the period of time since 2008 i believe it was a big crash that happened when yeah. uh pluto decided he wanted to be in capricorn yeah so would we would it be uh too far fetched to see that maybe social networks would see uh, a reconfiguration with yeah. Aquarius being hit by Pluto.
0: When you say social networks, are you talking about um, AI or? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I'm,
1: I'm talking about Facebook and these oh, big yes. conglomerates that are in charge mm. of the social networking. I mean, um, Facebook was born on the 4th of, of February. Is, oh really is an Aquarius yeah oh my gosh I, yeah I think it's a perfect um Facebook <laughs> is the perfect idea of what the age of Aquarius looks like you know totally. <laughs> yeah.
0: um yeah I think this is going to be a really interesting disintegration and be. reconfiguration um I I I and, and the thing is that I don't feel like we can possibly we can conjecture, right. and when it actually happens, like the way Pluto in Capricorn has expressed itself,
1: right? Couldn't have, couldn't have known exactly how Mm-mm. it would how it would Mm-mm. work out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we can we can float our ideas forward yeah. and get, kind yeah. of get an idea. Uh, I, I know that with uh, with the age of Aquarius, the great year, uh, the things that I see going on now. I couldn't have imagined them to the extent and we're not even in it, (laughs) but I couldn't even imagine to the extent, but I also could have predicted, I could have said, well, the, you know, Aquarius is, uh, you know, nature is like this. Mm -hmm. And so if you have society, it's going to kind of emblematically try to find its, you know, seek its, uh, water will seek its level Mm -hmm. very similar to the way Mm -hmm. that the nature of, uh, the Aquarius energy is a fixed air sign. A contradiction of sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, we're a social people, but we're going to be separate. Mm. I
0: thought that the uh,
1: I thought that the, uh, pa- the pandemic was a great example of the things to come. Like, and this is this is kind of going to potentially be a new norm. Is this yeah. pod life? Um, and and I I've say it before and I'll say it again that uh, Logan's Run, which was put out in the late or, or early seventies, is a great example of what they thought and what i could see as potentially coming to pass uh, of what the age of aquarius looks like and they lived in dome cities oh and had a very very socially liberal uh life and space and but they were they were uh uh domineered or or controlled or ruled by this great crystal oh, and the great uh, crystal uh, everybody had a crystal in their palm, mm-hmm. and when they reached the age of thirty, or their Saturn return, or their I think, if I remember correctly, the crystal in their palm would start to to glow, and pulse, Whoa. and that signified to yourself and everybody around you that it was time to give yourself up to the crystal.
0: So was like a Self sacrifice. Yeah, very
1: cool, right? <laughs> Uh, to control maybe the population yes. and the age of the population. Seems like a very AI kind of thing. Yes. If we, if we look at it now, that was in the se- early 70s. And so we, we're now further into the future. Now, if we see that maybe that's an AI structure, that would be our overruler that uh, tells us, well, now human, you know, it's best if you don't live past 30 because, you know resources or whatever.
0: Yes. (laughs) Well, also, I mean, if you're talking astrologically, you're coming into your sense of authority and you're like, Oh wait, actually other things are not necessarily in charge of me. So that would be a time to make you leave your body so that you don't overflow the crystal, the giant
1: crystal. You don't want to be there too long. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty interesting movie. I highly recommend everybody to watch it. (laughs) I I love it. I've loved it since I was a kid. And, Mm. uh, but in knowing astrology, you kind of get a sense for, you know, a sense for the way things seem to be heading, you Mm -hmm. know, based on that lens. And, um, Mm. with Pluto going into this for um, quite a long while coming up, we're going to be dealing with a lot of change in that social structure. I feel like it's a big, it's a big undertaking. Yes. Um, You know, if you were a uh, on the market doing some kind of stocks, it wouldn't be a good time to be in the social media empires. I don't think maybe there'll be a winner and a loser you know, or something like that, because
0: it's a power. It's Pluto is also power. So who gets to be in power and can we can these entities use their power for good? Right. Right. And that is a that is a big question that's up for me as well.
1: Right. And I guess that is a lesson of Pluto. It's not all bad. It's, uh, mm-hmm. it's just change of, yes. of, a, of a different sort.
0: Yes. Because when people, there are people who have really like Pluto, uh, for example, you're born and Pluto is conjunct, um, intertwined with d- dancing with your son. Mm. Um, you can turn into this incredibly, um, <laughs> power hungry, uh, mean, bullying person, or you might be the most charismatic being and you walk into a room and your energy transforms everyone around you because you carry the vibration of the alchemical realms simply by existing. And you have done enough work on yourself to be able to um, express that in a helpful way.
1: Yeah. 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 The, so that is so,
0: yeah you can so pluto can we can we invite pluto to work with a work with us in aquarius in a high vibration way a, a right. collectively that's a that's a big practice
1: yeah yeah but it takes each person yeah. right
0: it takes each person yeah yeah,
1: yeah it's definitely going to be a, a fun <laughs> couple <of> decades <laughs> i hope so yeah <laughs> well, and, you know, because it moves so slow, yeah. Um, the guard of who's doing all this understanding and conceptualizing and uh, vibing of what Pluto's effect is, the guard changes, you know, almost every time it changes out the sign. It's like, well, mm. you know, I was not, I was, I was uh, aware of astrology when it went into Capricorn. You yeah. know I was aware I got to see it transit moving through these different signs for a couple right but uh how aware was I of this one factor you know yeah. um and and uh th- those before me also had experiences with Pluto moving through other signs as an experiential understanding of what it does yes um so we're here and we can say that it can the power can be used for good yes <laughs> and positive restructuring uh, the way that it, I guess it's been uh, co-opted to Scorpio. Is that right? Mm-hmm. As the mm-hmm. ruling planet. Yes. Does that tell us anything about the nature of how it affects Scorpio as a fixed sign um, well, going into another fixed sign?
0: Oh, and, Oh yes. Um, well, what I would say is people who are, Leo's and Scorpios and Aquarians and tar- Tauruses or Taurians mm-hmm. Taurus. um <laughs> all are going to be invited to do out I, and I feel I feel I'm like fixed sign people I'm a little bit of me wants to apologize even though I didn't make the planetary system because you've all just experienced Uranus and Saturn in a square Mm. for the, uh, and Saturn in uh, squaring your signs or in your signs for the past uh, three ish years. Mm. And so now you are like, okay, phew, I made it through that. And Pluto's like, Oh wait, but here I come. (laughs) And and there's, so if I'm a Scorpio and Pluto's entering my sign, I feel like this is an, I love Scorpio energy yeah. Um, I'm fascinated. I don't have any planets in Scorpio, so I'm fascinated by it. And it, I think it's as someone who is so uh, taken with the ideas of Jungian analysis and mm. diving into the, like how deeply can I go into my shadow and really look at and bring to the light um, like my own inner Hitler? Can I actually mm. own it? Mm. Um, for people who are Scorpio suns, This is going to, you're gonna get hyper um, infused with potential energy to do even more powerful alchemical work, shining lights on the parts of you that you do not want to see. (laughs) And and when you do that, those parts of yourself don't have the ability to overtake almost like possess you, overtake Mm. you. The way they do when you have not actually said, "Oh, I see you down there, um, demon. Right. I see you. Um, hi, let's yeah. get let's have some tea. Tell me, <laughs> uh, tell me about yourself."
1: Mm. So, sort of a chance for communion with um, the darker sides of ourself.
0: Beautiful. I love the way you put that.
1: Yes. And is that the the because when it's entering, this is like one of the crosses. Right, the, of the three crosses. So when it's entering into, when Pluto's entering into Aquarius, mm-hmm. it's uh, what I call the blind side. It's, co- it's going 90 degree to uh, Scorpio and Taurus. Yes. So both of them are going to be getting blindsided by this, you know, it's like getting T-boned while you're driving. You know, you didn't yes. see it coming. You know what I mean? Oh, so that's that energy, exactly
0: right. So that energy
1: as the sun moves through, The uh, beginning of Aquarius and then back in the Capricorn, it's igniting that ninety degree aspect to somebody that has a uh, that was born in the beginning of Scorpio, which would be uh, ninety degrees, or the beginning of Taurus, which would also be ninety degrees. So the dates of, let's say, uh, what would be the beginning of like the the early twenties. Those that are born in the early twenties of october yes or the early 20s of here i am really flexing a lot um, of uh, brain power here. april
0: that's okay well it's <laughs> it's april early. april um
1: we'll we'll feel this 90 degrees and, and as yes. it moves i think you said it was 2024 it moves into uh further into and permanently into aquarius yes it'll start igniting more people um yes deeper into this st- dates of birth this initiation Um, yeah so it'll be it'll feel like an initiation is that what Mm -hmm. you think
0: i oh i think so really uh like um i'm get to walk i get the opportunity because as a spirit having a human experience on planet earth Mm. i get the opportunity to go through the fire of initiation Mm. um as pluto enters this new sign yeah and I'm, I I. really invite when I'm in Pluto, I, I'm speaking to you as someone who has, you know, struggled with suicidality. So mm-hmm. um, I am one of the things that I've done to invite myself to stay in my body when I'm in Pluto transits mm-hmm. um, is remembering that when if I were to leave my body by my own choice, I will come back with the same challenges in the next astrology chart. Right. And I do not want to do this one again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I I can do this. I'm going to just stay incarnate, stay in the meat of you.
1: Um,
0: So, I mean, I don't, maybe there are some people who have Pluto transits and they're like, this is amazing. I am having the best time of my life. Have you heard of those people? I have not.
1: It's all about, I believe the natal uh, aspects that are, hitting their Pluto. So if they're positive or supporting Mm. sixty degree, one twenty degree supporting energies of the other planets, but if it's not, if it's um oppositional or a square, they're gonna be having um they're gonna be juggling that kind of approach to the transit of that planet. You know what I mean? So they're the tools that they're given or the cards that they're given to play with are those aspects. So if they have a, a, what would be considered a, a negative, which is, you know, in a new age, we don't like to say that. Yeah, but, I know. Uh, if we have a challenging Challeng- aspect of yeah. a square <laughs> Yeah. Um. to, so if, if Pluto has an outweighing amount of squares and oppositions, it's going to be tough.
0: Wow. The cards are,
1: the cards are all going to be numbers and they're not going to match. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yes. I don't know what to play here. What do you play? It seems like the world would be, you know crashing in around them quite a bit whereas if there's a yeah. lot of supporting characters like yeah. if mars is like hey buddy i got you yeah. giving you a 60 degree you know high five or whatever then when these transits happen there's more tools to be able to handle the transits in a positive way versus a negative it's just i think that's the way i look at it you really have to have a, a sense of your personal chart mm-hmm. to know like huh, this this planet has a hard time you know or whatever and so when the things with that planet or represented by that planet or sometimes even the sign that's uh that's ruled that rules uh you just need to know the weight of the characters that support or uh hurt or or you know challenge um uh, i my my visual for oppositions mm-hmm. are a challenge that you can see coming because it's right in front of you mm-hmm. oncoming traffic mm-hmm. <laughs> Now sometimes even conjunctions can be a negative. They don't really have a positive negative sense. There's just power, so yes. it's really what you do with it and then I think you have to look at the other. It's more of like that one is exemplified. It's you know enhanced by but it doesn't say a positive or negative, but then you have to look at the other aspects and say, okay, so there's ninety degrees here, sixty degrees there. these are supporting or challenging aspects the 90 degree to me is um uh, if if an opposition is running a race of hurdles yeah that you can see the hurdles coming and you have the ability on an opposition to with your own sense and power jump the hurdles um mm-hmm. uh, because um you can see them coming so you can plan prepare yeah. it can be a very uh, um exciting and um Great lessons come out yes. of it. And great power comes out of an opposition. Because you gain the power of that opposition if you can overcome it. Yeah. But the the squares, those those culprits, those <clears throat> ninety degree culprits out there, it's like running the same race of hurdles, but at night you don't really see the hurdle to know when to jump. Yeah. And the power can only be attained, and this is where it gets really finicky is the people around you have flashlights.
0: Mm. They can see
1: it. So if you can ensnare somebody, like you were saying, having a good support uh, around you to shine the light at the hurdle, mm. it, they can tell you when to jump. You still won't be able to see it. <laughs> but Beautiful. they can help you to say, okay, jump. Right. And if you're listening to the support around you, that is from my experience is the best way for somebody to overcome those 90 degree challenges is to have the peanut gallery telling you when to when to hop, you know, yeah. when, to, when to go and when not to go, to when when to listen to those around you and when not to listen to those around you. Um that would take time and and the right support, the right yes. people around you to to uh, know when to do that. But uh you know, that that's the way I look at those personal um aspects. And mm-hmm. how they interplay, so if you do have tough time with pluto movements, it could be in the chart that the that the cards dealt or you know there's right. little mechanisms and tricks that you can do to overcome that challenge, but it's still going to be a challenge right it's still there that's the benefit of uh that's why we're here <laughs> yeah. that's why we live this life yeah um what i so was there any kind of uh moving from I guess we're moving out of Pisces uh, sun, the sun. Yes. Um, We're going to be leaving behind uh, a certain type of element, uh, kind of energy. Um, Is there anything with that? uh, Like on the equinox, on the actual equinox. And and
0: for your listeners, the equinox, the spring equinox is happening on March 20th. It's a Monday at 524 PM on the East coast of the United States. So as we leave the sun, it's good. The moon is actually going to be in Pisces on that day as well. <laughs> um, wow. It's, it's the moon <laughs> is going to be. So, our, so we, we will have on the equinox right before the sun moves into a fire sign, we will have so much water happening. Um, it's Saturn in Pisces. The moon will be um, dancing around in Pisces, our emotional worlds, Neptune in Pisces and the sun. So it's it's a lot of water on the 20th. Um in the beginning of the day. And when the sun leaves, this water element, which is almost for me, Pisces is almost ether. It's almost clouds. It's almost steam. It's so mutable. Mm-hmm. It just is there's no containment of it. And then it's like, whew, okay, I've landed it. I am the I am the energy of the sperm and the egg coming together. The the conception i've just come together i am fired up with excitement um i am the sun landing in the energy of of leadership of catalyst of the it's the very beginning of the zodiac it's it's not even birth it's like it's the it's the conjunction of the the DNA from the sperm and the egg—that's hmm. the ver- thats the energy of that's happening at 5:24 p.m. on March 20th. Um, wow. So that's ex- that's really dynamic. It's really exciting, and I want to honor that. If your listeners are like listening to this after the event and they're like, "Did not feel," I didn't feel anything. You might be so. Um, Dancing in the tsunami, the waves of all that Piscean energy because the moon isn't changing signs at that moment. Um, right. You might just feel like, oh my God, I'm really waterlogged right now. I can't, hmm. I'm, and, and you might be also be feeling this incredible almost moment of Pluto entering Aquarius, which is heavy. Hmm. Um, but I feel like the sun moving into Aries is going to, that feels like it's going to feel helpful. And like a relief and like people can breathe and they're getting a little dried up in a good way. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) A lot of water. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's a lot of water that they're leaving, that it's, that it's leaving.
1: Yeah. And, and that's, so it'll be moving into Aries Mm -hmm. and, um, and then for anybody that has a natal that isn't Aries, Mm -hmm. that's an empowering and, you know, brings more strength to their purpose and cause. yes all fire signs i guess yes and and mercury
0: mercury will be at three degrees of aries um on the equinox so we'll have this um mercury sun i would say it's a conjunction so also it's like your i feel like your mind your mental abilities and the way you communicate will also have more um uh thrust Mm, mm -hmm. um instead of being like um right now mercury's in pisces even right now as we're recording this which is just like oh it's like stream of consciousness i'm going with the flow it's like um like we all took collective quaalude, and which I've never done, but like, um, just you know, and then the words just come out. I mean, I have Mercury right. and Pisces always, so that feels very good to ah, me. Okay. But if, but for those of you who like to feel a little more fired up and um, with direction, with right. an aim, Charged. this this is good. Charge this is. I think this will feel like a pleasant shift for you as right. the sun moves into Aries with Mercury and Aries.
1: Yeah. So it'll be a, a drop in energy for water signs, maybe, as far as that watery element. Yes,
0: yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, I like when we have a uh, fire energy in the sky because I, <laughs> I have so much water, <laughs> <but laughs> charge. So I'm like, oh, thank God, there's balance, someone yeah. shining some some light, some heat on this. Yeah.
1: Yes. <laughs> That's great. And uh, are there any uh, oppositions? For us?
0: Um, on this day, anything big? See. Um, on March twentieth, on the equinox. Um, you know, you know, no, no, op- okay. no opposition. Well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have. There's still. We'll still be moving out of the Jupiter Chiron conjunction in Aries. Mm. So, mm. what comes up for me around this Aries season that we will be entering on March twentieth is keep watch if you're listening and you notice that you are working with um tantrums or mm. rage um and it, it's it's like can just explode the the energy of an Aries anger can feel like a wildfire it mm-hmm. explodes out but it also quiets really quickly right. how however, The people living around you, oh, Aries beings (laughs) who experience, or Aries moon people, Aries rising, who experience your fire, it can feel like their skin just got burnt off. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) So I invite you and collectively everybody just to notice, okay, oh my gosh, I'm really angry and I want to really... I, I, it's, there's not even a time for a thought usually with Aries energy. It's so impulsive. Right. So, what would it be like to take a breath when I feel myself getting worked up or activated to take a breath and see if I can wait one or two or even five minutes before saying whatever I'm going to say, screaming, yelling, punching right. the wall? Because that, um, there's some really young parts of us that are yelling out to be heard as the sun moves into aries
1: yeah hmm. does that does that land yeah. for you yeah that's great and well I, when you said uh, take a deep breath i thought that adds fuel to the fire doesn't it oh
0: it does <laughs> it can also
1: dampen it. it can also kind of contain it a little bit yeah L- i think lower it, the flames if it's a lot of you know
0: it can also
1: Rather than blowing out
0: quiet the limbic the limbic system right.
1: No, it's a great, it's a great buy. So, but yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Elementally, right. I was like, oh, you're yeah. just adding air to fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, yeah, no, always taking a moment you know, if possible. The counting, mm-hmm. I think they say is a, one of the best things that any anybody can do is to, before reacting, take three seconds. Mm-hmm. You know, take that moment mm-hmm. to absorb what's being presented to you mm-hmm. and take a second to figure out how you're going to respond, mm. you know, let yeah. it hit you and, you know, take that moment. So that's definitely a powerful way to approach any situation. Yes. It's possible. Yes. And it's just so tough with fire signs. It's very tough to, to take that moment before, you know, the, the fire comes out, the light is shined. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. A lot of cardinal signs will have that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but elementally, it's the, you know, the Leo's, Sagittarians, yes, the Aries signs, yes, know. yes. Yeah, but that'll but move, the sun moving into Aries is going to be a bounty for all the fire signs. hmm It'll be more of a an opposite elemental energy for the water signs. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So that should be good. It sounds like, yeah. a good, uh, like a good month.
0: <laughs> and, I, and and I, it's a good month. And also when the equinox happens, I'm seeing <clears throat> that Venus will be in her favorite sign, which is Taurus, the goddess of love, the goddess of what we value, the goddess of um, a sense of worth. Mm. So she will be there and she will be in a sextile, which is for your listeners, um, a lovely conversation with Saturn. <laughs> mm. So, you might find as we move into the equinox that um, there's more access for you to, I mean, we always, I always hear Venus and Taurus talked about with finances, but if you're like, how do I organize my finances? How do I, uh, what kind of work Saturn do I do to um, Mm -hmm. entice the goddess of um, beauty, love value you might have more access to that in your inner world to to those energies to to come up with ideas to to make things
1: happen right. as that the sextile is happens. the 60 degree mm-hmm. and that's so that's a supporting energy mhm so venus will have the supporting energy of the uh of the lord of time yes <laughs> yes it, it's a positive it's, it's positive. a positive way to restructure yes and uh cut loose things that are draining money draining possessions perhaps Mm, beautiful right yes that sounds good and uh and that's going to be happening right after or at the same time it's on the
0: day of the um equinox i mean
1: Saturn. i mean
0: it's not exact that day but it is i it's a three degree orb so i call that a conjunction
1: yeah definitely so definitely Wow. wow that's great that's yeah. a, a, it sounds like it's gonna be a great spring <laughs> yeah. oh i like your optimism that's really nice <laughs> the, Pluto, the Pluto's really heavy so we got to keep it light <laughs> it is it really is you're you know, right you're right we you get used to the way that uh certain things are happening in the world and then they shift mm-hmm. for a lot of people that's a good thing because mm-hmm. um you know a pluto energy can be very oppressive to a certain part of ourselves yeah and it changing and shifting can be a good thing Mm -hmm. you know people might see it as an extension but really it's a lessening of one and you know a building of another so it's not really like all of it all at once right pressure moves it just shifts
0: yes
1: i always visualize the uh The planets and the stars behind them as lenses
0: Mm.
1: focusing the light and um, depending on where in the chart the the planets are, it's that focus of energy. And the lens for the planet, it colors the light in a certain way. And that's the energy of that planet. Mm. So Pluto, you know, magnifies the light of the stars behind it and its own light, of course. Yeah. But it colors it in such a way like a prism, colors it in a certain way that uh, affects us on a vibrational level
0: as mm. well, mm. Um,
1: but only in certain aspects, certain ways
0: uh, mm-hmm. does
1: Pluto or the moon have this effect on us. So we're, the moon moving around the earth and, and igniting all these different zones is much like our emotions kind of cascading through different different um, spectrum of colors and, yeah. you know. A variety of ways it's it's very proper and it's the way it should be it should be a moving thing yeah emotions yeah whereas, you know whereas we don't want necessarily these subconscious forces of the planets that we can't see to be moving fast we want them to kind of go on a slower pace so that we can gain more ground over time mm-hmm. and then allow that to shift and i I do like the way that Pluto does its little dance although I you know it's not For me, natally, it's not awesome, but it's good that it does that because it kind of gives you a, you know, you get the vibe if you're getting the idea of what the next sign is going to be all about, about how it's going to, what it's going to be working with. Yeah. um you have time to prepare by knowing ahead of time and by observing the next two years, we'll have a little bit of time to um, gain on what the next Twenty some odd years will be like yeah in preparation.
0: We get to get a flavor that is like an amuse bouche for what's
1: gonna come. That's great. That's great. Now um, you do this professionally.
0: I do. I work. I work with clients one on one. I work with couples. I work with parents and children. Um, I and I also have a YouTube channel and um, I am. working on creating some recordings that will feel supportive for people to listen to Mm. when they're in, for example, like I'm in a Pluto transit, I need support. Oh, right. What would maybe this, just listening to this can be helpful.
1: Yeah. Positive Um, affirmations. Yeah. Uh, Or
0: like a a guided meditation. Mm. I'm a yoga teacher also. And then, um, uh, an opera singer. So my voice, I know it carries a certain frequency with Saturn and Taurus in my 10th house. Mm. So Mm -hmm. it's like that is Taurus is around the voice. So yeah, I love um, for the, for your listeners. I'm, I'm here and uh, at natalielevinastrology.com and would love to meet you.
1: Yeah. We'll have it linked in the uh, description as well. That way everybody can find you. great it's fantastic and you do uh you do it online as well as in person or yes
0: um i am not doing in person right now because uh it's just easier for me online i'm i don't have a space quite yet to work in person especially after the pandemic yeah Um,
1: you can keep everything scheduled real easy for the online and yeah pretty pretty most people have the ability to do that yes so that's good yeah yeah fantastic well it was really good having you today and uh we'll put this out very soon. Okay. You know, we can get the information out for people so they can get an idea as to what their chart looks like and uh, maybe they contact you to find out mm-hmm. about their chart and uh, to find out what's going on up there in the heavens. Yes. That's great. Thank you so much for being here.
0: Thank you so much for having me
1: on. Yep. Yeah, take care. You too.